your host, Joe, and with me today, I have my new partner and co-host, and I couldn't be more excited to, uh, to, to bring this back from the dead. So without further ado, let me introduce Mikey, who uh, kicked my ass into restarting Nerdcast. If it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't be here right now. Hey, man, how's it going? What's up? What's up, guys? Um, it's going great, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to do this uh, new adventure with you and, and Nerdcaster 2.0 here. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that, we, that we're going to cover that I'm excited for. Um, I'm just... I, I can't ex I can't explain and describe to you how excited I actually am, uh, and and this is not fake excitement. Uh, Joe, you're a good friend of yeah, mine. I think, I think uh, this is going to be uh, a great new adventure for Nerdcaster. Uh, I agree. Like I said, if it if like I mentioned earlier, if it wasn't for you, man, I didn't know when I was bringing this back from the dead. I'm happy you were excited to do this and kicked me back into gear to, to get the stuff I needed. I mean, for those of you who have been with us since the beginning, like my background's completely different. Um, yeah, it's, 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 you got me excited all over again. Yeah. But speaking, like, of, you know, speaking of your background, dude, what is that in the background? It looks like a lightsaber. Tell me about that. Uh, that is a, the Padawan lightsaber that I ordered from ultra sabers quite a while ago. Um, when I bought an Ahsoka Tano blade, they gave me that for free. Unfortunately, the Ahsoka blade, the batteries are dead and need to be replaced. I use that way too much, but let's not talk about me, dude. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're the new guy here, man. I, I want people to know who you are. I want them to get familiar with you. So um, yeah. some things that you've done in the past, you, this is not your first foray into podcasting or live streaming and, and recording. Um, you've, you've done, uh, RGH in the past. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Re Retro game hunters. Yep. And, um, you know, I watch some of your stuff. I, I love the stuff with you and your kids. Yeah, so it's, it's great to have you here and working with me, man. Like I, I, I love the fact that you are wanting to do this and continue and just take this nerd culture to a whole nother level. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a uh, very few things important in my life, right? Um, obviously, making money is one of them. That's but uh, <laughs> number one are my children, my family, and my friends. I feel like, um, you know, it, it, friends and family are so important to me. And the fact that you thought about bringing me onto Nerdcaster 2.0 just means a lot to me. So I just want you and the listeners and the viewers to understand that uh, because you know, doing retro game hunters, it was uh, uh, something definitely not out of my element, but something that I wanted to to explore and I really found a love and a passion for it it just uh it didn't take off the, as 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 much as I thought it would take off uh and I think it's specifically because it was in a niche uh market um you know specifically the retro video games uh not to say by the way that I don't want to ingest pro game hunters into Nerdcaster because I think it's an excellent concept and I think spreading the word for um you know for the smaller mom and pop shop owners out there i think it's huge i think it's important but um you know we're not here to talk about retro game hunters we're here about talking about nerdcaster and, and nerdcaster 2.0 so that's what i'm most excited about um but yeah i mean fire away man if there's anything yeah. you, you you and the viewers listeners want to know about me let's let's dive into it we we, we are going to do that but nerdcaster is definitely very big into the retro gaming i mean i grew up on nes i'm sure you grew up on older systems uh so let's start there 
what's what's your favorite gaming system what, what this is going to be like an interview i'm i'm gonna ask you questions to give our listeners and viewers some insight on you where you come from and what your likes and dislikes are yeah absolutely i mean if you don't mind i'd like to take you a little a uh, little um trip down memory lane right and the history like my little background is to why i feel like uh video games are just being a nerd i would say um you know really where i got my start when i was younger my older brother had nintendo and sega genesis he felt as though that he would kick my ass in some taekwondo track and field 2 i don't know if anybody out there remembers oh my God. track and field 2 right so we played taekwondo i was always a purple dude um and i legit whooped his fucking ass all the time uh and and in turn and and not to mention in fencing as well so we played tech that was the two biggest ones that we played a lot uh was the fencing and was the um the taekwondo and i would whoop his ass all the time and then in turn he would whoop my ass physically in real life but uh so i got a little taste of the video game action and i i just kind of felt like i needed more so when he would leave the house i would play his systems and he would get really pissed off because it would obviously wasn't in the same place that he left it but yeah i mean that's where i really like found my love for video games and you know just to show the viewers out there that i'm actually pretty serious like it is right here. It is live. It's in oh, person. Oh, wow. Like, Holy shit. You have yeah. the original cartridge. This And it has, I will not show my, my full name, but it is printed on the back. It has actual marker, Sharpie marker on the <laughs> back of it, right? So, you know, we would play that. Um, and then I just started craving more and he got, he got Batman. And I said, wow, you have Batman, the Batman, the video game. Dude. So, and that game is hard as shit. It is the one of the hardest Batman games ever. Yeah. Um, and then I would go over to my cousin's house, and they had Excite Bike, and I'm like, dude, this is like, I, I can't get enough of this. And then where I really fell in love, my friend, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right? That game is also very hard. Extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, I have beaten it, but it's, I mean, hours upon hours where cursing at the fucking TV. But, we'll have to get into that because I don't think I got past stage three. Oh, <laughs> but where I really fell in love with video games, my friends, was I was go I would always go to a laundromat with my grandmother, and right next door to the laundromat in Hoboken, New Jersey, on Washington Street, was an arcade. And let me tell you, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, in time, and it's not going in focus right now. I'm assuming because of the gloss, but. However, that really just broke open, like the arcade experience really broke open, um, you know, my whole experience and playing Simpsons arcade, uh, Terminator, um, it, it just, it felt good. I felt at home. I felt like a place. And I think part of that reason is because I came from a broken home and I had nowhere to turn to, right? Um, and that's kind of like where I was like, I can escape reality by playing these video games. So that's where I really kind of just fell in love with um, being, you know, being a nerd and, and playing video games. And I guess that's what classifies me as a nerd. But well, I mean, we also play D&D together, so that's not the only thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that came later in life. But yes, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Uh, but that being said, so you showed a bunch of NES games there uh, and Turtles in Time. Um, 
what's your favorite console of all time though so this is gonna take everyone by surprise i feel like because there's this console wasn't around for a very long time and it was put to rest by sony playstation itself so without further ado it has to be sega dreamcast oh my god dude i know and just so the nes i lovers... fucking hate that system oh my god you oh my god that's an oh. awesome shirt your sega genesis shirt that's fucking tight thank you um, thank you I absolutely fucking hate that system. Yeah, I I get a lot of that from a lot of different people that I tell that to. But why? Tell me why you don't like it. Okay. Um, first, that controller was stupid. <laughs> and anybody who has listened to me rant about controllers knows I'm a diehard NES, SNES, and PlayStation controller fan. Um, the new Switch, as long as I even like that, configuration taking the the joy cons out and throwing them in the uh, little pro thing or whatever they call it uh but that little screen on the dreamcast stupid other than using it for madden to play football no point um i think i played spider-man on that at a, a mutual friend's house and I've been holding the controller and I'm trying to play around it and the controls just felt very stiff. I'm like this. I, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I don't like that system. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, what's funny. Um, I actually learned how to type on, that's where I learned how to type. It wasn't in school. It was playing fantasy star online. Uh, oh and yeah, but yeah, I learned how to type on Sega Dreamcast uh, keyboard um playing by by just chatting and playing fantasy star online and it, it just it it that kind of made me fall in love with um online gaming too right so uh, that was like the first introduction for me for online gaming was fantasy star online and i would go to a mutual friend's house as well and, and play on their console because they had it again because i was poor growing up just so sorry uh, sorry mom <laughs> but we're 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 in the same boat, man. Yeah. Like I, I, I did not get an SNES until it was a hand me down from a cousin. So the other thing too was that made it, it what I feel like what killed the Dreamcast, but also what made it um, uh, feasible to own was the fact that, and I'm sorry to say this, the piracy of the games. Like it was so easy to burn games on CDR. <laughs> CDRs. Yeah. But again, showing your age there, man. <laughs> Pop in a boot disc, right? And it yeah. had the reindeer on it, that reindeer boot disc. And <laughs> I forgot what it was called. The Rudolph disc. I don't but, know. I used to call yeah. it the Rudolph disc. Yeah. And yeah. you would just pop that in, dude. And and then you just open it up, pop in your burn game, and there you go. Voila, man. And you had instant gaming. And the other thing, too, I loved about it was a lot of the the, the heavy-hitting fighting games came out for it. Like Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Power Stone, Power Stone 2, um... Uh, in, in, rival in schools rival schools yeah that i don't remember that one but again i didn't have this system i the only time i got to play this was again at the same cousin who gave me my uh, snes upgraded as soon as the new consoles came out and it's like i couldn't get them but i i would go over there and play it and the only thing i played for it really was madden i did not like anything about that system so I, it's very surprising to me that it's your favorite. 
It uh, just... the, one, the one good thing that that system had, and it is well past its time, like it, it, it had future thinking, it actually connected to the internet. Yeah, it, it connected to the internet. And believe it or not, um, GameCube also had some capabilities to connect to the inter- internet as well. That's another system I was not happy with. Yeah, I know, I know. But that's a <laughs> yeah, that's another story. But yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I loved about it too is connecting the internet, and and that was the first introduction to online gaming and um, living in the um, <laughs> you know living in the internet yeah. world uh, and making online friends. Like, oh, I'm gonna go home and play with my friends. It's like, well, what do you mean your friends? Like, yeah, I got friends online. You, you don't know <laughs> who these people are, but. You know, it, it was yeah. it was cool. It, again, it's an escape from fucking reality, man. Yeah, 12, 12 year old Mikey was playing with thirty five year old Jimmy <laughs> on Fantasy Star Online. I will say, make note of this: I never met up with anybody <laughs> from online. Yeah, <laughs> hey kid, what's up? <laughs> Dude, scratching his balls in his mom's fucking basement. Hey kid, where's my fucking heels? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Worst healer ever. <laughs> That's what I say about twelve-year-olds now. Yeah, now now you are that thirty-five-year-old uh, dude yelling at kids to 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 fucking heal you and Overwatch <laughs> or whatever you're playing. Man, thirty-five—that's that was two years ago. I'm thirty-seven. I'm gonna have to be thirty-eight, dude. Fuck you. I know. I know you're older than me, and uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. You're older than me, so I feel good about it. Well. I'm the old curmudgeonly guy. <laughs> you're the, you're the new life of of Nerdcaster 2.0. Curmudgeon isn't that a Harry Potter uh, reference? Is that what it is? Curmudgeon's like like an old ass word from the the 1920s. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> About like old men who sit on the porch and just hate life. Like, oh, <laughs> that fucking motorcycle drove down the road three fucking times. Like it. Get off, get, alive. get off my lawn! Yeah. <laughs> when I first moved to this town, I was exactly that guy. I thought I was never going to turn into that guy. I was like, I was like to my wife, I'm like, babe, babe, this dude, his dog is pissing on our lawn. And I'm like, and she's like, all right, go and tell him something. And I went outside and I fucking told, I would stalk him on the ring camera and be like, hey man, I'm fucking watching you. Get off my fucking lawn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not that bad. Maybe you are the curmudgeonly old dude in. Oh yeah, no, I'm the fucking. I am definitely a curmudgeon. I, I'm. Yeah, if people saw my front yard, they'd be like, I, I, "I'm the one who has the scary house on the street at the moment." <laughs> Why is that? I did nothing since like, I don't know, maybe August. Oh yeah, I mean, it's winter. It's been snowing and raining in Jersey, uh, dude. Like... Dude, dude, dude. Like I have grass that's probably up to my knees right now, and I stand five eleven. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, and I have branches all over the place. There's garbage in my yard. I live by a school, oh. um, so like the kids who park on the the, the uh, park on the street to go to the high school, they just throw like their candy wrappers and like I, I literally just picked up a Snickers wrapper. Like they just throw all their crap on the ground and pull it into my yard. I've not picked any of it up. I love Snickers, by the way. No. True fat kid style. Yeah. I love Snickers, but like, bro, what are you doing with like eight feet tall of grass in your yard? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, I, uh, I'm, I'm. You can see anybody watching can see that I'm fucking fat and lazy, <laughs> and I'd rather play Fallen Jedi than do yard work. 
So I uh, called a phone number and I was like, I need you guys to come over here and clean my yard. And they're like, well, the earliest we can get out there is like March 20th or something. I'm like, good enough. And that was back in January. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I can come help you clean your yard, bro, if you really want. No, you're no, like, I'm you not doing help. it. You said help. I don't, I'm not doing it. So I don't want help doing it because I don't have to help <laughs> you do it. No. But uh, enough about my laziness and, and that. So we Sega Dreamcast, your favorite system. Let, let's move into another thing that Nerdcaster does a lot of. And, and we do watch and rate and, and review a lot of movies. What is your favorite like nerdy movie that you consider nerdy? I mean, is it nerdy? I don't know, but like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze, bro. Like it is nostalgic. Same thing, dude. That's a fucking great movie. The 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 Super Shredder in that, Vanilla Ice in that. I could go on about that. I've watched that movie so many. Toka and Razor, dude. Yeah, come on. You know what I mean? Like it is. It. I mean. I did have a problem with that. How could you? Why didn't you just use Bebop and Rocksteady, though? I know, and that's my other issue with the movie. I, and I, I would really have loved to see Bebop and Rocksteady like that. That introduction. I don't know why they went with Toka and Razor. Like, I don't know why they they went that route. But um, you would have you like you would think like, hey, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to introduce Bebop and Rocksteady. Maybe like the cosmetics were in there. I, I don't know the reasoning behind it. You know what? That's like Teenage Mutant, Ninja Tri- Tri- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trivia that I don't know. Why didn't... No, well, that's another thing. You are a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. I am. Not to interrupt you there. And you don't know why they use Token Razor. Are they in anything else other than that movie? Yeah, they're in Turtles in Time. Yeah. Yeah, they're in Turtles in Time. Uh, they're in a couple of... Yeah. Um, and I... Yeah, they're in Turtles in Time. Yes. Were they? I never actually saw that movie. You never saw Turtle. You never saw fucking uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret. You saw Secret of the Ooze, right? I saw Secret yeah, of the Ooze. I, no. I saw the original. I did not see Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time, the, the video game, the arcade, see. the arcade video game. The video game I did play, but I did not see the movie where like Leonardo was in like a samurai suit and shit. Like, oh no, that. that's that's awful. That movie, that's a third one, yeah. and it's absolutely garbage. I'm sorry. It, yeah, it and just, they made a fourth one after that, didn't they? They did. They did. Yeah, they I were, didn't watch those two. They were reaching. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and the reason I I mean, for me, uh, aside from the the Super Shredder and and Vanilla Ice and Toka and Razor. I mean, for me, I just love the fact that it was uh, a a real live action movie. It wasn't cartoony. And to me, I feel like probably that's the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that has been made because of the fact that it was real life live action um, not and not animation. Like, I just I love that they brought those characters to life and the costumes, bro. The actual costumes had animatronics in it. And I and I just I can't get over that. Like, that was awesome. Dude, I'm in full agreement with you. If if that movie is not my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, it's the one that came out before it. Those two movies, to me, are are one giant movie. Both of them are amazing. Both of them are great. I cannot say anything bad about them other than, again, the Bebop Rocksteady thing and and Secret of the Ooze. But I loved everything about it. I loved April and Casey Jones and Super Shredder. um, 
the, the vanilla ice ninja rap it's, it's a classic song it's on my spot one of my spotify playlists like <laughs> it's just it's just nostalgia like you said dude and and it's just like an iconic movie um i mean it, it's so hard because i love movies i love watching movies and it just it just to narrow it down to say favorite nerd movie i mean there's just so many out there but i mean teenage mutant ninja turtles like i don't know if you can see my background like right over there all of that is Ninja Turtles memorabilia, video games, um, as I as I pointed out, the other video games. So I mean, I just I that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has an extremely special place in my fucking heart, dude. And what's your favorite Turtles game then? Turtles you showed us Turtles in Time. Really, Any, Turtles in Time by far, hands down. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Time. It is fun. The it's four player. So you can have fun with fucking friends. The the um, what, what can I say? The 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 color scheme in it, um, the the fact that you can uh, throw foot soldiers at the fucking screen. I mean, that was something that I've never seen before in video games at that time. Um, you can actually throw the foot soldiers at the screen. Yeah, I, I'm remembering that, but I'm confusing it. Where like the building is on fire in the beginning. That was my favorite game. It was also a good game. So, but Turtles in Time, I do remember that whole foot soldier thing where you could throw them. So I'm, I thought that was in the that, the game I was just talking about. But yes, the one you're talking about, Turtles in Time, an amazing game. The movie, not so much. But yeah, dude, I was a huge Turtles fan too. Okay, so you you love the Ninja Turtles. You you love your your Sega Dreamcast. Um, <laughs> We were talking when we were setting up and testing the audio and doing all that stuff. You were talking about like this Christmas that that changed your life. And I said, you know what? This is a good story. I kind of want you to tell that. Yeah. So like I said, man, I didn't my mom didn't have a lot of money. She supported us the best way she can. I love my mother to death. Um, So thank you, mom. I appreciate you for fucking everything you've done for me in my entire life. But and the De- December of 1991, dude, like I, I, I believe I'm pretty sure that it came out in the summer of of um, of, uh, of 1991. But I uh, that Christmas, I really, really, really wanted a Sega Game Gear really bad. And all the kids had it. I didn't have it. Uh, and, I, and I just worked my ass off trying to do chores around the house just to, like, show my mom that I can I, I was worthy of a Sega Game Gear. Right. But she, she, you were being that good boy for Santa Claus. Yeah, I was being that good boy for Santa Claus, man. And I remember Christmas morning, I came downstairs, and I kind of feel bad about this, but I came downstairs and like I was so excited, and I remember my mom taking pictures, and I'm unraveling, you know, unwrapping all the Christmas presents, and I'm just like not disappointment, but like seeing all the other Christmas presents, like okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool, and then the last Christmas present I get to, there was not what I wanted, which was Sega Game Gear. And then I'm like, shit, I literally burst out into tears and I ran upstairs crying and pouting. And I almost see myself in third person, right? I almost see it like a third person where I watch myself go upstairs crying like a little bitch and pouting like, and, and pouting so much that like, I just, my eyes were so swollen. My mom was trying to call me back downstairs and she had to come upstairs and grab me. She's like, there's one more present behind the Christmas tree. 
Yeah, and... she 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 pulled a Christmas story shit on you. Yeah, dude. So she <laughs> she she pulls it out. That's and savage. I unwrap it and it was Sega Game Gear, dude. Like I get choked up about talking about it all the time, but like and, and that... then you cried again because you were so happy. You I was went from so being happy, super dude. fucking sad that you didn't get it to being overwhelmingly happy. It, I was so happy and like I hugged and kissed my mom so much and like that Christmas really ch- I, I'll never forget that Christmas will I ever do that to my children probably not because I feel like it's so terrible to do that to them right but <laughs> that's totally an 80s thing to do though that was like more of an 80s thing to do to the fucking kids it's yeah. like let's see how much I can make this motherfucker cry before I make them happy <laughs> but yeah but like I got Sega Dream I mean Sega Game Gear and you know that again like another Sega system that was just ingrained in my brain and and I remember I played a lot. I had Aladdin. I had Lion King. Um, you know, I had Power Rangers. There was so many video games for this stupid fucking little console. Oh, NBA fuck Jam. Dude. NBA Jam is where I broke my fucking Game Gear. I slammed my my Game Gear on the ground, and a black line went across the top of it, and I could only see like the like the bottom three quarters of the Game Gear, and that's and I would play it for so long right. for that. But yeah. Well, I'm going to back up because you you just glossed over like three fucking games that I was in love with. One, Power Rangers. Yeah. Love Power Rangers to this day. The Green Ranger, Tommy Oliver, Jason David Frank, rest in peace, man. I'm That hurts, actually. Um, oh, what was the other one you mentioned? You mentioned like three fucking games Aladdin, right there. Not, Lion King. Aladdin and Lion King. The Lion King for SNES, not for the Game Gear, man was my shit like i beat the fuck out of that game people were like you can beat that game i'm like yeah i can beat that game but you put in that code though right the barry code i'm like no dude i beat it from beginning to end that is like I, even the soundtrack to the lion king so yeah. good they use the soundtrack from the movie in the game yeah yeah that's and it's very rare that they do that too because yeah. uh you know a lot of a lot, a lot of video games don't don't do that you gotta have those rights you gotta have those rights to the mm-hmm. So it's just the fact you just threw out all those games, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Dude, those games could be a show on their own, dude. I know, I know. <laughs> They're so good, so, so iconic, so much iconic. And I actually, I I rebought, well, actually, no, I was donated a Sega, Dream, a Sega Game Gear uh, for my old neighbor and a Sega Saturn. So he was very generous. I was going to um, ask if you still had your original um, no, Game I, Gear. I broke the shit out of that, man broke the shit out of it i was so pissed off at losing video games that i would just slam it on the ground which was never a good combination man you went for a hydration break before i even can open up my beer well i was gonna say dude that's i just finished it i gotta i gotta use my phone right now to get somebody to bring me in <laughs> another one but th- this is nerdcaster there is a- another big thing that we do here and that's comics and mcu comic book movies and stuff like that who is your favorite mainstream marvel or dc don't care hero and on the opposite side that villain um so this is kind of tough because i don't feel like this character is more mainstream he was only in one um only one marvel movie and it's gambit Uh, did you i'm stuttering here did you watch the old school and i'm sure you did 90s x-men that's 
that's what made me fall in love with Gambit so much, dude. Because and and I feel like the 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 movie did him no justice. Okay, and that's what upset me the most because to me I felt like Gambit was this six foot six ripped smooth talking dude you know what i mean like that's why i kind of fell in love with him like he was a ladies man and i'm like dude this guy's awesome like i want to be like him you know like he was a smooth talker um he was very flashy he was extremely confident you know and as a teenager growing up you know not even a teenager back then i mean it was early 90s you know as a kid that's the kind of thing you're looking for you want that confidence level right you want that that to be able to talk to not just just women and females in general but like talk to anybody with confidence and i feel like that's kind of like what i was lacking again broken home mm-hmm. family like that's what i wanted i wanted that superhero-esque confidence and he had this dope ass staff that he would just whoop motherfuckers with and then he had his playing cards that exploded like what like he had playing cards bro that he just whoop, yep. whoop. I, I i love this answer from you like i i do like gambit is probably one of my- Everybody says Wolverine. Gambit, I believe, is is the better of the X-Men. And agreed. His charisma, like if this is D&D, his charisma stat is off the fucking charts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, like, I, I thought about it, and I'm like, do I give a generic Batman answer? You know what I mean? Like, I love Batman. And I love Batman over Superman. And any day of the week, you ask me, any day of the week, I love Batman over Superman. Superman is just dumb strength from another planet, and he's just a brute. You know what I mean? Batman, Bruce Wayne, is absolutely genius. But anyway, I felt like giving the answer of Gambit was staying true to my heart. You know what I mean? Like, every single time. That's That's a great answer, dude. So... Like so that was Marvel and if we're gonna DC you're gonna choose Batman. So I'll just add this in here now since you mentioned him. Because in DC, anybody who knows me and it's behind my head, you can't really see it. I'm a huge Nightwing fan. Which I don't know if you could see that yep, statue yep, right there. I could see it. But that was actually painted um and created by like the whole thing. Printed, created put together and painted by a friend of mine that's sick um but so dc you would say batman yeah i would absolutely say batman hands down um and i i just yeah i don't know that i grew up watching all the batman cartoons um i even i even watched the the old batman series um Back when um, now his name skips my freaking mind. Um, Adam West. Conroy. A- Adam oh, West. Adam West. Adam West. So I'd watch those bat that Batman show with my father growing up. You know, amongst other things. <laughs> yes, I almost Mercy. brought that. <laughs> Where's Hillary Duff? <laughs> Where's Hillary Duff? Dude, I uh, so I'm wearing a Batman mask for those listening, not not watching the stream. Um, I used to to make like a, a 10 second video with this mask on, this Batman mask on, and just be like, I'm on my way. And then just send that to people whenever I was like driving to their house. That's hilarious. I have <laughs> I have a Batman mask as well that I um, I put on for Halloween at my new job and they were like, uh what? I'm like, yeah, that's right, motherfuckers. Guess what? Batman, Puerto Rican Batman's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I am the dark knight. <laughs> <laughs> what about villains like 
So you got Batman and you got Gambit. And again, dude, like that's such an underrated character in the, the Marvel side. Um, so I'm curious to see if your villains are as underrated as that. Are we going with Marvel and DC or can I go outside that realm? Because there is one villain who I am absolutely in love with. And I think doesn't there's no justice done for this villain, I feel like. And I feel like he needs his own uh, spinoff show. And I want him to murk motherfuckers so bad. Oh, okay. Um, you, you've piqued my interest. I don't know who you're talking about, so... I want some motherfucking Darth Vader action. <laughs> I love Darth Vader so much, dude. Like, everything... When he showed up at the end of... Um, what shitty movie is that? Solo. Yeah. When he showed up no. there... No, no, no not one. Solo. Rogue, Rogue, one. Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One. When he showed up there, dude, my God. Let me, I have goosebumps right now, still to this day. I will fucking, I will fucking take off my shirt. I will show you my goosebumps. I will fucking show you these goosebumps. <laughs> but like, I fell in, like, even more so in love with him there. I thought I was just the the sheer darkness, right? The sheer power, the the um the the lore, right? The lore behind the man behind the mask. You know what I mean? Like, and there's something about. A villain wearing a mask that's empowering because i as much as people don't like kylo ren i love him too oh. i love so, i so, i'm upset they made him into a whiny little bitch okay so for those who have listened to shows where i've hosted with uh lori um she's a huge kylo ren fan huge so if we ever do a Star Wars episode again, I'm sure Lori will be part of it. And you guys can geek out over Adam Driver and, and Kylo Ren and that character. Um, again, behind me, you can see my lightsabers. You can see behind them, I have the books. I have the little Grogu Funko there. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I love the original trilogy. I, but I'm a Qui-Gon Jinn, like Jedi-wise, he's my favorite. No, a little Qui-Gon action, huh? Yeah, but, but I don't like episode two at all. Like, I think that is the worst movie in the entire series. I'm also not a huge Rogue One or Han Solo fan. Those movies were god-awful to me. Yeah. And I'll fight people on it, but I know there's people out there who really love Rogue One. It was, it was a movie. It was a movie, and it was a, it was a time killer. I'm sorry, it was that's all it was. You know what I mean? That's all that's all it was. So, so I don't want to get too into this right now. We we can have whole we we can do a whole other podcast just about Star Wars. But Kira in Solo, played by Amelia Clark, great character. Would love to hear more about her. And in Rogue One. I think, um, I can't remember her name right now. Who played the main girl in that? I can picture it in my head. Um, but she played the main character in, in Rogue One, and it'll come to me in a little bit. I think she was a better actress, and, and I liked her character better than Daisy Ridley. Better mm. than Ray. Mm. But I don't like the Rogue One story. I don't like the Solo story. I feel you. I feel you. And I, I'm, 
like listen i when i'm i'm excited i want to i want to revisit these conversations right and yes, i want and i yes. want to revisit them this is but i also want to revisit them with two people that are near and dear to our hearts right mm-hmm. your wife lori and then yeah. my brother because my brother my older is brother this, that's the brother right the same one who wouldn't let you play his systems yeah yeah and he'll yeah, attest well. to that yeah uh <laughs> he's a huge star wars fan and he listens to the audiobooks uh he lists he watches all the animated series he he, he knows more than all i right. do uh and you guys, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be an interesting conversation. You guys are going to geek the fuck out. You're going to nerd out. And let me tell everyone right now, this is nerdtainment, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Nerdtainment. So we went down many rabbit holes here tonight on this episode. But the, the one thing before we start like wrapping up, I, I do want you, uh, Mikey, to tell any story or anything that i missed I, I i want you to this is your open spot right now to to talk and bring up anything you want yeah i want to know from your perspective like what makes you a nerd right like what do you feel like makes you a nerd i hate the fact that you're making this about me right now when you're you're the new you're the new guy to this like we've been talking for a few months about putting the show together and everything else i was excited to talk about you and get your side of things and 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 have our listeners and, and viewers get to know you but what makes me a nerd fuck um i was not i didn't have many friends growing up so i uh in middle school Actually, it's it's earlier than that. In third grade, I had I had no friends, and I played on the playground, like in recess, and I would just stand off in the corner on this. What are they? The storm basins, like yeah. the thing the, the when it rains and the yeah. water goes in them. I would stand over it because the cool air would would like blow out of it, and I just sit there and have the cool air blow on me. I wouldn't talk to anybody. I was a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go home and play Nintendo, and and and, and then Nintendo was the only thing I had at the time. I played Jaws, and then one day I went, yeah, I went to school, and somebody was talking about like they've been playing Jaws for like so long, and they just couldn't beat the end of Jaws, like they couldn't stab stab the fucking shark, and. Like in my brain, I was like, I, I know how to stab a fucking shark. I can beat this game in 20 minutes. I can beat this game in 20 minutes, no problem. And I turn around and I just start telling this kid, I'm like, hey, you just got to do this, this, and this. Boom. Jaws is dead. Talk to me tomorrow. I guarantee you, you'll beat it tonight. Sure enough, the kid came back to me tomorrow and he was like, oh my God, that was so simple after your explanation. I'm like, yeah, well, I beat Jaws like every day because I have no friends. And me and him actually became friends. He he's the one that I started uh, programming in computers with. He's the one I got banned from AOL with. He's the one that um, showed me um, the Lion King. He had SNES before I I was able to get my own console. So yeah, that's that's my start. Like I had no friends, and video games, movies, TV was was my only friend. And Again, it's the 80s when I grew up, so my parents were like, here, watch TV, we're going to the bar. I, I wanna... I, I'm not kidding, that's not fake. My parents would go to a, bar, a local bar called Aders and leave me and my sisters in front of the TV for two, three hours while they went out drinking. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, 
that's not too far uh, fetched from from my experience as well. I mean, and, and just so everyone knows out there too, like the truth. Oh, I love my mom. But... <laughs> I love the way you throw that in there. Uh, she left me for drinking. I love my mom. I love her. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just so everyone knows out there, right? I mean, when you look at the definition of a nerd, right? Uh, you know, it's a person who is enthusiastic and knowledgeable about, uh-oh, who are we calling in? Who are we ringing in? Nothing. I, I My phone started ringing. I had to turn it off. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Focus, God damn it. Yeah, I thought I had had it on. Uh, Not speaker? Mode. Oh. No, it's that sleep mode thing. Oh, yeah. So let's rewind. So a person who's extremely enthusiastic and knowledgeable about a particular subject, especially one of a special or niche interest. Right. So I really want all the viewers and listeners to understand, like, we're not going to corner ourselves into a niche market. We're not going to exclude anyone from the nerd realm. It doesn't necessarily have to be video games or comic books or you know, I don't D- Dungeons and Dragons. Like we want to open this up to, you know, anime. To Vampire the Masquerade. Vampire the Ma- Yes, uh, <laughs> sure. Vampire Masquerade. You know, like books. You know, any any graphic novels. Um, you know, Legos, Disney. Fuck it. Let's bring it all in because it's nerdtainment. It's all encompassing. Um, yep. I'll even talk about working out in in a nerd way. Like, dude, I hate working out. But I, I have I, I, I have to fix myself, right? Like I'm I'm getting older. I can't be a piece of garbage, drink beer, and play video games without doing something. I mean, you can drink beer, play video games, and do nothing without, but at the same time, do something. It's called yeah. be fit. <laughs> it's called, exactly. Like, can talk about something like that. How do you get fit as a nerd? Yeah, yeah. I mean. I'll talk about anything like the, the nerdcaster again is is like you said it's all encompassing, but we'll put a nerd spin on it. Oh, absolutely! I listen. This is a nerdcaster for no fucking reason, and that's why I'm so ex- <laughs> that's why I'm so excited about it, dude. Where is your beer, by the way? I don't know. That's when you heard that phone call go off. I, I was that oh. I lied. I was calling my wife to bring me a new one. Oh, so she's, she's hello, banana you phone. Want, you wanna wanna put her on speaker? Yeah, put her on speaker. Beer. Beer. Right. Let's see what she says. Hello, banana phone. Watch, he's not gonna answer. What? Hey, you're live on Nerdcaster. <laughs> okay. Can can you bring me a beer? Um, I I can. I'm physically able to do that. What? I'm physically able to do it, yeah, but I'm on the phone. I, I would appreciate it if you could just bring me one, but you need to open it because they're not they're not twist offs. Okay. Yeah, I'll bring it. No peeper. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Right, bye. I don't think she heard you, but I'll tell her you said that when she comes in here. That's that's okay. Yeah, I mean and then you know and to touch on um, you know, right before we close out, right? Uh I think what I would really like to do and explore are events, right? Special events. Um, yep. And what I mean, so, I do want to bring up one. Of, no, no, no. I, I'm interrupting you for a reason. I don't mean to. Like, I hate, I hate doing that. But um, you, you mentioned something about um, that Lego conference that's coming up that I, I can't make. Yep. Yep. Dude, 
are you going? Uh, I'm going and I'm bringing my daughter. All right. Uh, if you could take video and stuff, I would definitely, or even if you don't, we can do an episode on that. I would love to hear about it. I am not a Lego guy. I can't. Uh, do you remember those big fat Lego things? They weren't called Legos. I don't remember what they were called. Yeah, blocks but big, or whatever. Yeah, like those blocks. Dude, I couldn't even build shit out of that. So I'm not that I'm not that creative to I to build some shit out of that. Dude, I still have yet to build the Mandalorian helmet that I got from our Secret Santa that we did at D and D night. But who, who gave you that? How, who who was that? I don't know. I think it was Danny who bought it, or was it you? <gasps> I love you for that. I absolutely love you for that. Hi, Lori. Thank you, Lori. I've been waiting to crack this open. Because you you plowed right through your fucking I love it you plowed right through your beer um, before I could even do this but ladies and gentlemen uh, of the jury I'd like to take this moment to uh, say cheers to Joe uh, no no cheers to me man no cheers to you man uh, I want to say thank you for bringing me on this is, nope this is to us man we're a partner you're not just a co-host we're partners in this this is our thing. I'm putting that out there for everybody to know. This is us. This is Nerdcaster is Mikey and Joe. I appreciate. Oh, I guess you know this hydration break. <laughs> here we go. This hydration break is brought to you by absolutely fucking nobody because we're not sponsored. So cheers. But if you would like to sponsor us, please feel free to email us at hello at nerdcaster dot com. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good shit. Good conversations tonight, man. Uh, good. Great. Yeah. Great questions. Um, I'm glad I was able to take the opportunity tonight to, um, you know, tell a little bit about myself and my story, uh, have the viewers and listeners uh, get get to know me a little bit personally. And I'm sure as we uh, grow and, and the show goes on, I'll be able to, um, they'll be able to get to know me a little bit better as well. And, and, I, and I know they know you already, uh, you're a familiar face, familiar voice, but I, I feel like we don't know our nerdtainment on each other's side as well as we thought we did um especially from like my answers you know what i mean it's, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for that too so there's a lot more i wanted to dig dig deep into with you tonight and it's it's not going to happen we're obviously we're going really long but we will definitely get into things because there are some things that i want to talk to you about like dungeons and dragons oh yeah the, we have a campaign going on right now. I'm curious on kind of your thoughts on that. Uh, not that our listeners know the whole thing, but we can explain it. Um, also, some more about your video gaming stuff. Like, I know you're a huge into the fighting genre of video games. Yes. Cur- curious on your thoughts on something like Smash Brothers in that video gaming aspect. Yeah, I saw that eye roll. Um street fighter and mortal Kombat. like there's so much i want to talk to you about that uh we'll definitely get into in later episodes some yeah. some events that are coming up that i'm excited for um and some some content that we're probably gonna be showcasing right i mean we're definitely i'm definitely going to Brickfest. Uh, as i stated before i'm going with my daughter uh we're gonna go to comic fest in morristown new jersey i'm excited for that uh, I, I definitely want to also throw in some retro uh, game hunter segments in there. You know what I mean? I want to definitely. I, I want to bring light to the local gaming community, right? And I want their, I want to showcase uh, the local stores. Um, what else? East, obviously, Comic Con in the fall always happens and takes place in New York. 
so I definitely want to hit up Comic-Con. But, mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's, like, there's so many different events, and there's so many different local events that I get excited for. Um, you know, there's interviews that we're going to be doing uh, that I'm excited for from uh, video game engineers that, that just recently launched video games and also were, have have done video games that were on the NES and... and um, SNES uh, and for and Sega and computer games. So there's that in the pipeline. Uh, there's just a, a lot of exciting content that I, you know, I can't speak uh, uh, too much about. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited Ma to be here. Yeah, a lot of exciting things coming up. Uh, some we can talk about now. Some we can't. Uh, but all good things for all our listeners and everybody else. Mm -hmm. Please keep tuning in. Again, this is our first episode back. Sorry if it's a little discombobulated but i'm so happy to have you here man i'm so happy that you kicked my ass to, to to start bringing this back together to get a new webcam to set up my background to to just get my ass going and i love to see your excitement for this and that's really what drove me yeah i so, mean so thank you no absolutely man and i appreciate that and i appreciate uh, it just feels nice to feel valued, right? Uh, from not just from a friend standpoint, but from a partnership standpoint, uh, it means a lot to me to be a part of Nerdcaster 2.0 here. Um, you know, it, and and I just hope that I can live up to the hype, right? And and live up to the content uh, that we create. And uh, and I hope that our viewers and listeners understand how passionate we are. And I don't know if you can tell in my voice, but I'm extremely passionate about. Uh, nerdtainment. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode one and getting to know me a, a, a little bit better. And as I said before, I'm sure we're going to uh, get to know each other a little bit better and, and feel free to write in and, and challenge us on any nerdtainment uh, that you see fit. Again, this is all opinionated. It's not factual based. I know I said factual based before, <laughs> but this is all opinionated and this is what we love to do. And um, I mean, we, we our opinions are facts, right? Absolutely, one thousand <laughs> percent. Let's get that straight. Uh, yeah. We're always right, sixty percent of the time. We're always right. Sixty yeah. <laughs> percent of the time works every time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you know, stay tuned uh, for more episodes uh, coming your way. Well, again, we really appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, we appreciate any feedback and any uh, comments, uh, and feel free to follow us at, um, at Nerdcaster on Twitter. Uh, we're going to be creating a TikTok very shortly, and I'm going to be posting a bunch of content on TikTok. Uh, www.nerdcaster.com. That, that's a very important one, because that's where all our <laughs> podcasts are, right? Yeah, well, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Blueberry, anywhere you get your podcasts, we're, we're there. Awesome. And YouTube. And YouTube's. <laughs> <laughs>